welcome to Benevolence, where kindness matters and all are welcome to the table. I'm your host, Sassy Diaz. As always, I'd like to thank each and every one of you for supporting Benevolence Podcast. I pray that as you tune in every week, you are empowered, blessed, and encouraged to be the best version of yourself. You are tuning into episode three. You have a purpose. And on this episode of Benevolence, I have a very special guest who is very dear to my heart. She is the sweetest, kindest, and humblest girl that I know. She has a true heart after God, and she has a passion for women and is a servant to the kingdom. I've known her for quite a few years, and she has truly exemplified grace and humility. She comes from an amazing family, and I'm so excited to have her join me at the table today. So without further ado, I have the one and only Ed Marie Rivera, a.k.a. Mari, joining me at the table today. Hey, girl. Hey. <laughs> that was going to make me cry. <laughs> um, Mari, thank you so much for joining um, me on an episode of Benevolence. Yes, thank you. Um, so, you were basically one of the first guests that I reached out to for season yeah, five. Oh, my God, thank you. And um, I just wanted you to come and share your story and testify what God has done in your life and yeah. whatever God has placed in your heart. I just wanted you to share it. Um, so, before we begin, um, and before you begin to tell us your story, um, go ahead and tell our listeners a little bit about yourself. Yes, okay. So, like she said, my name is Edmarie Rivera. Um, But everyone calls me Mari. And, um, yeah, so I'm currently a student in Southeastern University. My major is speech pathology. I'm in my third year. I'll be graduating in May, so I'm super excited about that next May. And um, I'm super humbled and excited for this happening, so thank you, Ceci. Of course. (laughs) So, yeah, yeah, that's pretty much it. Awesome. (laughs) Well, without further ado, go ahead. I know you have something in your heart that you would like to share and um, I know that whoever's listening is going to be blessed. Amen. So Thank go ahead. You. Okay. Yeah, so um, the reason why I'm sharing this story is because uh, you can do anything you put your mind and God into. So that, that's, that's what came into my mind mm-hmm. when I was writing this. Um, and I want to also share this story because I want to be like a merchant ship. And a merchant ship is these ships that go to different areas in the world mm-hmm. and they bring either food like necessities that these different parts of the world need yeah so the reason why i want to be like a merchant ship is because i want to bring life into others so i'm so glad that i'm sharing this because literally i prayed that I, uh, to be a ship like this you know it's crazy mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah That's awesome. so um so the story begins when i was in second grade which is you know crazy i was really young mm-hmm. Uh, my parents found out that I had a speech problem and a learning disability. Um, we found out that I had to stay back. I was super devastate, st- devastated. <laughs> and you might think that, um, oh, the second grade, no big deal. I didn't think twice on it. Mm-hmm. You know, parents probably lied. Oh, no, you're okay. No, but I actually felt it, thought it, everything. Yeah. Every emotion was there. Um, so I had to switch from classroom to classroom to practice um, my speech, my reading, my math. I had to go to different classrooms. Um, my whole life I felt embarrassed because of the image I put for myself, which was I'm literally stupid or, mm-hmm. you know, I'm just something, not, not a normal kid, you mm-hmm. can say. Um, as time went on, I started to see the favor of God upon my life. Um, I learned something um, through these years that your past or your background would not stop God from favoring you. The only thing that can be in hindrance is your obedience. Mm. 
Um, so I look at Esther, for instance. Her background did not stop her from being obedient to God, and God favored her. Like, she yes. got to marry the king, like, mm-hmm. crazy, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so when I got to fifth grade, my mom did not want me to go into public school. She wanted me to have the, the one-on-one, you know, private school, little class, you mm-hmm. know, kind of deal. Um, and so my mom was praying for this, and literally God showed his favor and gave me free scholarship to go to the best private school in Deerfield Beach. Wow. That's when I lived in mm-hmm. Broward. Um, but I was so mad. I didn't see God at all because, yeah. you know, every cool person goes to public school. Mm-hmm. Every All of my friends, my cousins went to the same public school, and I was the odd one out to yeah. go to a private school. Wow. Um, yeah, so... As I was going through this new environment school, I found myself trapped because I couldn't understand anything the teacher was saying, doing. I would go home and hate myself because I felt like I was really dumb. Um, and why couldn't you understand? Because because of the level that that private school was in. Oh, because it was like it was it like was top. High. Yeah. It was top, and like I even had to take a test to get into it, oh. and I didn't even pass it. But oh, because okay. of God's favor, nice. I went in like yeah. crazy, um, and so so everything was just like up there, up up. Like <laughs> and I remember my science teacher; his name was Mr. McCarthy. Oh my gosh, he was. We had like vocabulary tests, big words, and I was like, I can't even read. Yeah, right. Like it was crazy, and then um, but yeah, it was super crazy. <laughs> And then, yeah, so then I would go home, hate myself, you know, felt like I was dumb. Um, I would have to stay after school every day just to understand one math problem. So it was like I couldn't be like a normal kid, Mm -hmm. you know. Um, My parents pushed me to try harder, but there was always times I would try to, you know, get the easier way out Mm -hmm. um, just because, you know, I thought I couldn't do it. And as time went on, I got older and I realized how I need to start working harder than other kids you know I'm not a typical kid Mm -hmm. I had to work harder I had to stay after school I had to study harder I had to do flashcards you know all that Mm -hmm. you know shabam stuff (laughs) (laughs) um and then with my parents help and God literally you know there you know that's how I got through it into private school which is crazy um and the crazy thing is that I believe God healed me from the disability that I have. Mm-hmm. Like, I used to have a stuttering problem. I used to mix my words. And that's so hard to believe. And I'm talking right now, uh-huh. so it's crazy. <laughs> and and I'm in college, mm-hmm. so it's, you know, I made it, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, um, I literally believe that God healed me from any disability I had. Um, and so I say this because my senior year of high school, I was I was already thinking of what I was going to do um, in college, which, which was a special needs teacher, mm. so I thought. Yeah. But um, one day, uh, God just told me to talk to the special needs specialist that we had in my school, which was here in Orlando. And I started to ask her questions about college and what I wanted to do. And she said, wow, Edmarie, I feel the presence of God. And that's literally her words. I can remember the way mm-hmm. she said it, everything. Yeah. And I said, why? Like, I was like, no, no, no. Like, what did I do? Kind of deal. <laughs> and then um, she said, um, I don't know why I'm saying this, but when you moved to Orlando and came to this school, your old files came with you. And these files said that I had to be taken out of every classroom for help with speech, reading, and math. Um, but I would see the work that you were doing, and I would ask your teachers and to see how you were doing. And they were surprised 
how I was even asking about you. And mm. they're like, Ed Marine? Like, that's crazy. Yeah. And I was still, in high school, I was still staying after school. Still. Like, for tutoring. Doing all of that. Oh, my But gosh. I was still, like, I was still doing good, you know? Mm. Like, God, I had, you know, God was there. So, and I just stared at her and I started to cry because I remember the way I felt, you know? And, and felt, you know, even feel when I was in high school because... I still had trouble with math and all mm-hmm. that stuff. But when she told me that, that gave me, like, you know, a encouragement, you know, yeah. to keep going. Um, so then, yeah, so that's when I really saw, like, yo, God healed me from, you know, a disability mm-hmm. that I had. It's crazy. It's so crazy. And to think, like, you only think that God would heal you from, you know, sickness. Exactly. But God can heal you from anxiety. Yeah, absolutely. Crazy mm-hmm. to think about it, yes. you know. So boom, I hit college. <laughs> and then, so my major was ESE, which is a teacher for special needs. Um, and never in my mind, I thought I could think of anything else. I would go to my classes and realize how I was not excited to go and not excited to go into my field study, which is um, going to different schools and literally sitting down staring at what the teacher's doing. Mm-hmm. And I was just not. Like, I would pray and be like, Lord, please, Lord, give me the the feeling to go like Mm -hmm. wanting to go you know um but I would always just you know brush it off because I just knew I couldn't do anything else like I just Mm -hmm. I was like no this is what I can do which was an easy way for me Mm -hmm. I'm like I can't do anything else I still stay after school in college I still went to tutoring everything I'm like I can't Mm -hmm. I can't do anything harder or you know even though Teaching is hard. Like, that's a hard major. But I couldn't see myself doing something else. Yeah. Um, but, you know, which I thought again. <laughs> so I would find myself telling my dad, I want another math class. Um, because I was just so used to staying after school and yeah. getting challenged. But I didn't feel challenged enough anymore mm-hmm. in these classes that I was doing for my major. Yeah. Um. So one day, in, it was in summer. Already, you know, the semester ended. Mm-hmm. Ready for the next semester in education. Yeah. Um, so one day my sister called me saying, I don't know why I'm saying this, but I see you as a speech pathology. Wow. And I was like, oh, no, don't say nothing. Like, mm-hmm. I was like, stop it right now. And so, um, and the reason why she says it's because my niece goes to a speech pathologist. Okay. And so she speaks to the speech pathologist, pathologist and just, she, she just, she literally said, I see you like, like this woman. I don't mm-hmm. know why. So I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. And I already knew in, like, my gut, like, she's right. And I was like, no, I mm-hmm. can't. Um, but right there, I was like, it clicked that I had to, I think it was time to switch. Yeah. Um. So God was taking me somewhere else that I did not want to go. Oh, my goodness. And I feel like there's a lot of times that we feel that mm-hmm. way. So I was stressed, depressed, because I was thinking on how speech pathology is kind of being in the medical field. Yeah. And I never saw myself being able to put my foot mm-hmm. into the medical field. So I prayed about it, and it just happened. Like, like if it was, a, like, you turn on a movie, and it just happened. Wow. And so I changed my major to speech and language pathologist. Um, now I know different parts of your face, your throat, and even your tongue. We oh have God. we have parts of our tongues. So see, like, there's parts of there's, there. Yeah, that's crazy. So weird. <laughs> <laughs> and so yeah, never in years I would see myself where I am, 
God favored me through this process of changing majors because he put the right people through this journey. And so even in the job I am now, which I work in a school Mm -hmm. um, called Calvary City Church Academy, right? Christian uh, Academy. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It's long. It's It's long. C, 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 C. So I work there and literally me being in a, you know, in my job, Mm -hmm. even God puts, because he, the president of SCU, came to my school which is mm-hmm. in Orlando wow. and he's in Lakeland mm-hmm. came all the way to Orlando said something met me and remembered you know just yeah. crazy thing God just literally put the people in my way just to be like hey like I got this for you you don't yeah. have to worry wow. and so um, so I can't tell you how now to this day I still have A's and B's That's great. I never once in college had a C which is mm-hmm. mind blowing um, so yeah, I took my first science classes. I passed them with high A's. Wow. And that is literally not me. It's a favorite God mm-hmm. and my my obedience exactly. to him, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, and of course, you know, I had to study hard and get my priorities straight. And again, that comes with obedience, exactly. you know? And so the reason why I tell you this today is because I believe us as women, God just wants greater. Exactly. You know, and there's a woman in the Bible named Deborah, and she was the only woman mentioned in the Bible who was called the judge. Mm-hmm. Um, so imagine the things that she had to go through to get that title, you know? She probably had to go through school, mm-hmm. and like, you know, men, you know, like men are always yeah. the highest. Yeah. So imagine for her to be the only woman mentioned in the Bible, I can't imagine what she mm-hmm. went through. Well, mentioned as a judge in the Bible. Exactly. I can't imagine, you know, what she went through. And so, um, yeah, to think that, you know, it's crazy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, um, so I say this because no matter what happened in the past, disability, sickness, whatever, remember that Jesus came to this earth to relate to your pain so that you could relate to his purpose. Wow, that's good. So you have a purpose. It doesn't matter what you did in high school or what you did yesterday. Mm-hmm. Like, God is still, like, you know, you still have a purpose, daughter, exactly. you know? Like, mm-hmm. it's crazy. And so... So Deborah, talking about going back to Deborah, Deborah led these men from Israel into war, which these men had been dealing with these people for 20 years. And Deborah comes in saying, hey, you know, God said this and that. Um, and, you know, you're going to you're going to you're going to win this war. And so them knowing that they're going to win this war. So a guy named Barak said, if you go with me, I will go. But if you don't go with me, I won't go. Mm. So a man asked a woman to go into war with him. So imagine where God can take you, mm-hmm. you know? If a man asked a woman, come with us. Like, he, like she obviously brought them comfort. Mm-hmm. So just imagine like where God can take you. You know, the, you know it doesn't matter what you went through, literally. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Like, see where God took me, you know? I was... A girl that got out of my class all the time for different necessities that mm-hmm. I needed, and so um, yeah, and then, so yeah, so her parents, her her presence gave them confidence that God was with them in the victory. Now, now that now that as a woman, I want to be that's that's a woman I want to be. Sorry. Yeah. I overcame all my insecurities in my past by just trusting and having faith in the purpose that God has for me. So, yeah. That's awesome. Crazy. <laughs> <laughs> and look at you now. I know. I know. Amen. This is God. You know, I'm sure no one knew about the things that you had mm-hmm. faced when you were younger and no. the speech, you know. Um, 
you know, it's just, it's mind-blowing how God uses you, even in your imperfections, even in your, you know, your struggle. He still makes a way. And um, I always hear this, but it's like obedience is better than sacrifice. You yeah. know what I mean? It's better to just obey and and hear the voice of God and, you know, know that he is the one that has everything under control. Yeah, literally. You know? A lot of us, like, we're always waiting for, like, the prophet to come and just tell us. Mm -hmm. Everybody's waiting for the prophet. Oh, I just want a word. You know, I just want the prophet to just give me a word. Yeah, give me a sign. But, yeah, yeah, to just give me a sign. But God or God is already moving, you know, yeah. in each and every one of our lives. And and it's important for us to, to see that move, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? And not just simply focus on that, on that yeah. prophet, you know? Yeah. And um, I... I personally deal with worry, and that's and that was something that we mm -hmm. had talked about because I know that you had mentioned like throughout your life you worried, you know, you yeah. worried about, um, well, look at me, I need help in school, you know, how how am I gonna be um, an ESD teacher or at the time, yeah. or how am I gonna be? And I'm sure you still like struggle every now and then, like how the heck am I gonna be a speech pathologist? Like yeah. how how is this gonna happen, you know? Mm -hmm. But. Um, that worry is something that mm -hmm. I deal with. And I and I, I wrote some stuff down too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um and I you know, the Bible says in Matthew six thirty four it says like therefore do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself and each day has enough trouble of its own. And um I personally live a life of what what ifs. What if, yeah. what if? and if if y'all know about that whole anagram stuff, I'm a six. <laughs> Like the six, do you know, you've heard of that, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, it, my number is so on point. It's, wow. it's, it's bad. Because yeah. we're the one that like we have, like we think about bad things in order to prepare our minds for the disappointment of life. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? So we're always thinking the worst. And that's just who I am. That's how it's always been. Um, and it's crazy sometimes because I allow my mind to see the worst things, like I just mm -hmm. said. And I also have a bad habit of setting myself up for disappointment so that, like, if just to prevent hurt. Mm -hmm. Like, you understand what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I set myself up, my mind, for disappointment so that it wouldn't be a surprise if someone yeah. did wow. hurt me. That's Isn't crazy. that crazy? And, like, now that you say disappointment, like, that's how I felt even till now with school or anything like i'm scared to disappoint myself mm -hmm. kind of deal i wanted you to um i don't mm -hmm. know if you if if you're willing but um if you can just talk to us a little about about that whole like perfection thing that you struggled with like yeah with anxiety if, in like in school yeah in yeah. school no yeah so literally all the time like being especially being in second grade well i remember just being like you know everyone talking oh she needs to do this she needs to do that I would have tests like of pictures and I would they would it would be pictures and I would confuse like English and Spanish like there was like a fireman and I'd be like bombero yeah and so like till that or they'd be like no you have to say it in English mm -hmm. and so I'd be like oh they'd be like fireman I'd be like oh no bombero like it was weird mm -hmm. so um so yeah no and so now like now that I went through all of that in middle school high school now in college I feel like I have to be like not to kiss up to the professor, yeah. but, like, I have to be on my A game. Like, I have yeah. to email the professor every day. Like, I need to, like, make sure I get that extra credit done. Like, I need to have everything due before the due date. Like, mm -hmm. and I give myself 
that pressure and that anxiety. Yeah, you've placed it on yourself, girl. Horrible. But it's because of what you've what, what you've been through. through. It's yeah. it's a pressure I'm that scared. they put on you. It's like yeah. scary because I'm like I don't want to fail again. And you know what's crazy? Now that you said that, is that every like every time when I was in like high school and middle school. You know when you go to open house and they look for your name on the folder and they're like, oh, these are your classes? Yeah. I would get so freaked out because there was like a folder for 7th grade, 8th grade, mm-hmm. ninth grade, 10th grade. So, of course, I would go to my bin folder thing. Yeah. And I would be scared that my folder wouldn't be there. Oh, my like, God. Like, I would have to go back. Yeah, it's the craziest thing. Like, I would be, that was in my head. Yeah. It's crazy. Like, you were marked, you know, you were marked yeah. from your experiences, you know? how were you able to overcome that college so um when i went to college i just literally trusted god in the way i was you know going into college and my classes you know it was scary because Mm -hmm. even my parents would say you know you got this take it slow Mm -hmm. take minimum classes don't take too much credits um go to tutoring and all that stuff so that in my head already literally all i had to do was trust God and because of college I literally can say that I overcame everything you know I still of course I'm not perfect yeah, I still yeah. have mm-hmm. my anxiety I have to be perfect in everything I do like I said write my professor email my professor make mm-hmm. sure I'm doing everything right read every read everything mm-hmm. so I, I still go through that and my mom can tell you that because I cry almost every week oh with God. school I have. <laughs> Chris can tell you that because, you know, I mm-hmm. always tell him, like, I can't do this, da-da-da, mm-hmm. and especially in the new major because I changed my major last semester, mm-hmm. which is in fall. I literally just changed it, and so to this day I still go with my anxiety and, you know, my perfectionist with school, yeah. especially with this new major that it's not. It's, you know, it's yeah. new. It's new. Not something that... I saw myself doing exactly and so when I but the crazy thing is too is that this major is something that that I needed when I was younger like whoever was helping me mm-hmm. was a speech yeah. therapist speech, speech pathologist everything mm-hmm. so like now I'm being you know I'm gonna grow up and be the speech pathologist for someone that needs it yeah you know that's which is, awesome which you're is like crazy paying it forward yeah yeah like, Toma, here mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm gonna help you too that's wonderful yeah that's beautiful it's crazy you know um going back to like you know the perfectionist at least for me like I know I'm not perfect and I'll and I'm and I'm very blunt when I say like I'm a hot mess. Yeah. I always tell everybody no, yeah. <laughs> I'm a mess. Like a lot of people they'll come to me for like um you know, for mentorship or for, you know, just some advice or whatever. And I I, I will give them everything. Everything that I know, everything to help them. Mm-hmm. But I always tell them I'm always very transparent with them that I'm I'm a mess You're as well. It too. Yeah. You know? That everything I'm saying to you is coming right back to me. Yeah, you know. Crazy. And the greatest thing that we um, that we know, and you and I know, is that yes, um, our walk is is gonna have its speed bumps. Yes, there's gonna be moments of worry. Yes, there's gonna be moments of anxiety. Um, but God is with us the mm-hmm. whole time, and um, we need to believe that the things that God tells us about himself we need to believe the things that he tells us about ourselves mm, that's good. you know and we need to stand against the enemy and his lies because you know the worry mm-hmm. is not of god you know the the bible says don't worry don't worry, don't worry yeah. what tomorrow will bring 
you know, because Samara has his own problems. And I'm just quoting. I'm not, you know, reading yeah, it directly. Yeah. But it literally says, like, don't worry about tomorrow. And right now, like, we're going through the entire world is going through a very, very hard time with this whole mm-hmm. um, pandemic of the coronavirus. And I literally every day, every minute, every second, especially when I watch things on social media or TV, I have to remind myself not to worry. Yeah. Not to worry. Crazy. You know, my purpose is not gonna gonna end because of the coronavirus. No. You know, this is just a stumbling block that we just have to go through to learn something. And once we learn, our purpose continues. That's so true. Um, so... If you worry, my sister, please know you're not alone because I worry all the time, you know. Um, and, you know, are you ready to fight against worry and get your life back? You know, I would just I would just tell you to give your worries and cares to God. You know, remember this. If it's out of your hands, it deserves freedom from your mind, too. Mm-hmm. Like, it's out of your hands. If it's something that you cannot control, yeah. it should be... You know, it deserves freedom, like yeah. to be out of your mind. You have to complete surrender. You know, awesome. that whole desire of wanting to be perfect. You know, mm-hmm. that desire of wanting, um, you know, have more likes, more followers, whatever it is. Yeah. You know, whatever it is that you that you struggle with. You know, give it to God. You know, because He cares for you. Yeah. So awesome. Anything else, Mari? No, literally. Just remember that. I want to say this again that Jesus came into this earth to relate to your pain so that you can relate to his purpose oh that's beautiful i just i love that so, that's yeah. wonderful you have a purpose girl yes yes <laughs> well there you have it yes. mari thank you so much for joining me on thank at you. the table today um thank you for sharing your story of faith um you're such a blessing to others mm-hmm. you're such a blessing to me um and i'm so proud of you and i'm just so excited to see what god has in store for you and thank you all for tuning into Benevolence, where kindness matters and all are welcome to the table. Make sure to follow me on Instagram at Benevolence Podcast or at I Am Sassy Diaz to know a little bit more about me and Benevolence. Benevolence Podcast is available on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, TuneIn, iHeart, and the Stitcher app. And finally, if there's a topic that you would like for us to discuss in the future, please do not hesitate to email me at benevolencepodcast at gmail.com with requests, petitions, or comments. I want to hear from you. Stay tuned for our new Benevolent Wednesday feature where different women share their stories of what God has done in their life. And stay tuned for next Monday's episode of Benevolence. You don't want to miss it. Bye!